0: Hi guys and welcome back to Jinja Jinri podcast. Now before we start I'd like to thank my sponsor, Crop-Censored PH. Now, if you're like me and you really don't know how to edit any of your photos, then this is something for you. It's time to enhance your photos with presets from Crop-Censored PH. You can choose from a wide variety of presets and you can find your own signature style. Now, Crop-Censored PH presets are currently on sale as high as 60% off, but if you use the promo code Jinri, J-I-N-R-I, which is my name, you will get 70% off instead of all the preset bundles. Now, there's also free presets available for download at their website. Just visit www.cropsensoredph.com. Okay, guys. And today, we are going to be talking about my experience being on the reality show called Big Brother. Now, if you're not very familiar with what Big Brother is, it's actually available in a lot of different countries. Now, I was on the Philippine version one, which is called Pinoy Big Brother, and we just call it PBB for short. And this is a reality reality show in which you get to go into a house and live with strangers for X amount of time. And um, so I was part of the Lucky 7 batch, back in I think it was 2016 or 2017 I'm not too sure and it was the celebrity edition so I did um have to audition for it sort of and I got in and I was with Elise, Cha-Cha, Nico and McCoy and Hideo, Yasi, Nonong and JK and also with Tui but she was only um with me in the in the Pinoy Big Brother Lucky Season 7 that we shot in Vietnam. So this is like this like Lucky Batch 7 is it was quite different from the previous um Pinoy Big Brothers because um we had a celebrity edition which I was part of. And then they had a teen edition and they also had a regular housemate edition. And I believe Toy became also part of the regular Uh, batch but she was also part of like our celebrity batch it's kind of complicated but there I believe there are some videos online on YouTube that you can look and see what the situation was like but just going back to my experience it was really eye-opening like I have to say that this was a really one of the biggest life-changing experiences for me Um, because of a lot of things that I'll be discussing. But, you know, I came into the house and people expected me to be this sexy model, which was kind of true because that was the image that I was portraying most of the time. And people didn't really know who I was. So coming into the house with me, everyone expected me to be, you know, really outgoing, bubbly, you know, flirty. But (laughs) I think i surprised a lot of my housemates because i was like the total opposite of who they thought i would be and i'm actually really quiet i mean if i'm quiet if unless someone starts talking to me and i you know i can hold a conversation but i don't really go up to people and just start talking and i like to keep to myself so i always said that I'm an introvert and I am an introvert and I don't think people were very like at that time, people didn't really think of being an introvert as such a good thing because we were, you know, introverts. We usually keep to ourselves and uh, we like being alone. And sometimes that can be seen as being antisocial, which I understand it could be, but yeah. So I, I, probably came to a shock that I was like this and in the house I really became close to Elise Tui and Chacha mainly because they really we really had a connection and even after PBB I still got to hang out with them and we still are friends until now and not just them but I really actually loved everyone in my batch because I heard that in previous batches, there was a lot of drama involved. But I feel like in our batch, there was like no drama. I mean, nothing too drastic. And no one really fought with each other. Everyone got along. We had so much fun. (laughs) So I really totally loved everyone in my batch, I can say. And it all started in Vietnam. And I think the most memorable task was when I had to sell spring rolls with Twee and JK. And I don't know if you watched this episode. I believe it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, It was really hard because it was really hot for one. And you could see in the video that I was really sweating so much. Two, I didn't really know um, Vietnamese. So I didn't know how to communicate with people and try to sell the spring rolls. A lot of things were involved that, you know, wasn't really easy for me and also being an introvert just going up to people and trying to strike up a conversation and it was a lot and <laughs> but then you know i found that 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 was really a moment that i knew that i loved tui so much because if i didn't do that challenge i i think tui wouldn't have become a regular housemate so i really put a lot of effort to be successful in that in that challenge and it really brought the whole group together and another thing that just reminds me of my time in vietnam was that in the house we used to eat like condensed milk with baguette and it was totally the best thing ever i know it sounds weird but it really tastes good. And I miss that. And it was like our bonding thing when we were in Vietnam. So after the whole Vietnam, um, we came back to Manila and we went back into the house. And it was the tasks that were in Manila that were really hard because at one point we didn't have food and we were just basically starving. And then when we got food, we the only food we got was sweet potato and we ate sweet potato for days like just sweet potato mind you like there was nothing else so we would just fry the skin and try to you know get different textures out of the sweet potato so we wouldn't get sick of it and then also another thing was that we had to sleep outside I forgot what the challenge was but we weren't allowed to sleep in our room on our bed so we had to sleep outside where the pool is and at one point I remember it was raining so, we were just sleeping outside in the rain. <laughs> so, I don't know if they actually televised this, but it was really not easy. Not easy being doing those things in Manila, starving and sleeping outside. It was really pushing us to the limit. And in this, I think in this house, like when I was in Manila, is was when I actually won, the big jump challenge. Now, the big jump challenge that I had to do was along with Nico and Hideo, and they were two guys, and I was the only girl. And um, we had to hold a balloon, like straighten our arms in front of us, and then hold that balloon and don't drop it. And I believe there was some. some pins underneath so that if you drop it, it would actually pop. So if you let go of the balloon or make it pop, then you lose. I think I held the balloon for almost two hours. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. But that's how I won because Hideo let go first. And then it was me and Nico. And then we were just... (laughs) Like looking at each other like okay (laughs) and I try to focus on myself like I I knew that Nico was looking at me like when is she gonna drop the balloon (laughs) but I try to just like not look at him and just focus and you know this sounds weird but I really do believe something helped me and I believe it was God because I am a Christian I really felt like my balloon and my arms weren't that heavy as it should be. And so I think I won that challenge because I was just focusing on myself and not looking at Nico or whoever would have been my competition. And that's probably my proudest moment on PBB doing that challenge. It was, it was just, it felt good after because I knew I pushed really hard and I overcame, you know, like. I really thought oh my god am I gonna, should I give up like at one point I was thinking should I give up but I think like there was a moment of clarity after a certain m- amount of minutes that I was like okay I'm going to die with this challenge I don't care if my like arms become numb for the rest of my life I will do it and That really drove me. (laughs) So I'm so sorry, Nico, that I won. You know, I'm still like, I still am good friends with Nico. So it's all cool. Um, So after I did the big jump challenge, I made it to the dream team. Now the dream team consists of like two people from the celebrity, two people from the teens and two people from the regular housemates. So those people who won in their prospective um, team, I think, yeah, went to become the dream team. Now, during the dream team, it was a lot harder because there were like people I obviously I didn't know the people in the celebrity edition, but there were new people coming in and you know it I felt like i had to go back to zero and to make friends and you know being an introvert it's not that easy and in this dream team i actually learned a lot about myself and i think this really made me realize how much i enjoy my personal personal space and also my personal time and in the dream team I have to be honest I didn't really get along with everyone I was cool like I didn't have any issues with everyone but getting along is a different thing right so like being able to talk and connect with someone is different than just saying hi and just being casual I was fine like there was no drama with anyone in the house but I didn't connect with everyone That's what I wanted to say like I didn't really because the celebrity edition I did I was able to connect with everyone I really got to talk to them and converse with them but in the dream team it wasn't like that and I guess this is same for society because you don't really connect with everyone you meet it's just certain people so that was a little bit hard for me and um I think the hardest challenge for me was the cheerleader challenge. And if you listen to my Confront Your Bully episode, I did mention how I have a trauma for dancing because of what I went through as a kid and like my friends making fun of me. And that really still stayed with me until I became an adult. And during that cheerleader challenge, like challenge i felt like people or maybe certain people and certain instructors saw me as a weak link and because they saw me as a weak link and they didn't really know what i was going through behind like the trauma that i was going through i felt really bad and if you see if you've seen that episode of if you have it i cried so much <laughs> i cried so much having to deal and face The trauma that I had with dancing and um, the housemates were actually really really supportive of me and in the end I learned that different people have different traumas and we can't expect people to just be okay right we need to understand that certain people have gone through certain things and not look at them as if they're just like a failure because we don't know what's going on we don't know their backstory they might have something more than just you know what you think you see in them so yeah that was a really hard challenge the cheerleader challenge but i got through it and i'm proud of myself for that and uh, there's a lot of interesting things about pbb that people don't really know and like to share some of them (laughs) Um, so the first one is like there are actually cameras in the shower and the toilet yeah I know it's 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 not the most comfortable feeling knowing that there's a camera well you may be pooping or something so we generally all the girls we showered in a bikini I know I did I don't know if everyone continued to do it but I showered in my bikini just to make sure and um there is also a time limit for everyone using the the shower so for example, if if kuya, that's what we call the guy who speaks to us in the house, if kuya gives us let's say 20 minutes to shower. 20 minutes is not for one person. It's for everyone in the house. So you need to take a shower in like 3-4 minutes for everyone to be able to take a shower. So that was one of the rules that we had. And sometimes, honestly speaking, we would be so desperate to, you know, wash our hair that we sometimes use the bidet faucet <laughs> because someone is using the shower. We can't use the shower, so but we also need to wash our hair, so we would do that time to time because of the time limit. Another thing is like the food is limited; it's not like just flowing, and so we do have like um, a w- end of the week or something that we actually write down what we want and we have a budget. For example. They'll give us 2,000 pesos and all of us needs to share this 2,000 pesos. So we should, we usually get like rice, eggs, bread, and those kinds of things. And oh, the funny thing is that we had only one egg per person. We were only allowed to have one egg. And so so if someone wanted more, more protein, they would actually like say, oh, I'll, trade you this with one egg i'll trade you my loaf of bread with one egg so it was like a trading system that we were doing inside the house which was kind of like kind of interesting yeah because it, i've never experienced um trading right uh the, another thing is we also were only allowed to bring one book And I brought the book called Quiet. It's all about introverts if you haven't heard of it. It's an amazing book. And if you're an introvert, I suggest you read this. And I finished this book quite fast. So I had to... The only way I could read another book was to probably exchange with my roommate. And if they had a a book that was interesting, I would read their book. And, you know, they could also borrow mine. So it was also a trading system going on with the books <clears throat> and ah, um, oh, another interesting thing is we had to tape all the brands in our clothes because they didn't, they weren't allowed to show the brands. So I remember like all my clothes had tapes and was colored like in black ink and stuff. Also, we weren't allowed to sing because of copyright issues. So like when someone was singing a song, Kuya would say like, um, "You're not allowed to sing." Because of yeah, copyright issues. So we didn't really get to sing a lot in the house, except for like some of the songs that were actually made for Pinoy Big Brother. Um another thing is we didn't know what time it was because there was no clocks or watches. So we would have no idea what time of day it is. <laughs> So that's one thing that we couldn't really plan our day because we don't have tasks every day. So some days we're just there doing nothing and we don't we really can't plan. Oh, like we can't say like, oh, at 12, let's eat or at one o'clock, let's work out. We couldn't schedule anything. (laughs) So, yeah, something interesting. Another thing is we don't know what's happening outside in the world because there is no radio, there's no TV, there's no phone, there's nothing available. So, yeah, no one knew what was going on on the news outside. And another thing is I feel like Kuya, the guy who speaks to us in the house, was like a therapist because he really does give good advice. And sometimes I would actually go just into the confession room to just talk to him and just make myself feel better. And it's like, it was kind of like I got free sessions with therapists, but Kuya was like really awesome. He was, he always said the right things and made you feel important. And i I still miss talking to him whoever he might be if he was a writer i don't know who he is but he's one person that i definitely miss from the house as well and um in the end i feel like big brother pinoy big brother is a popularity contest because it was like votes it was votes driven I would have wished it to be more of like a task driven show where when you finish more tasks or when you are successful in tasks, you score points and then and then the one with the more points will win. But I do understand that they have to make money and they have to get ratings. And so having popular ones stay in the house would give you higher ratings and thus, you know, more money. And, you know, it's it's okay, but I would have enjoyed it if it was more of a task-driven because I knew I would have stayed longer. <laughs> confidence, Jinri, confidence, yeah. So um, the hardest thing for me, definitely, from my PBB experience was living with other people and having to stay with them 24-7. It was really hard because I really enjoy my personal time and my personal space and doing things alone and not talking to people, but it is what it is. And I think the best thing from PBB was that people actually got to know a little bit more about me and the real me and not just that sexy, whatever bikini model that people see on Instagram and magazines. They actually knew that I was a vulnerable Girl, I cry like everyone else. I'm an introvert. I'm quiet. I like to be alone. And I also love my friends. And that's the real me. And I'm glad you guys got to see a little bit of that. And hopefully, with my podcast, you will get to see more of the real me. And this is why I made this podcast called Jincha Jinri. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.